0: Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture.
1: Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, we're going to look at LinkedIn Strategies Part 1 with my dear friend Anne Miles. What we're discussing in this episode is how to optimize your LinkedIn profile using four practical tips, also how to find the best keywords with an amazing keyword tool, and what not to do when connecting and communicating with people on LinkedIn. Let's jump straight in. Hi, Anne. Welcome back. Today, I've got a special treat for you because my dear friend, Anne Miles, is joining us to talk about LinkedIn. Hey, Anne.
0: Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so happy to have
1: you. Yeah, I know this is your favorite topic. And also, this is the topic that you are probably one of the number one people in Australia, maybe even globally when it comes to LinkedIn and and just for our audience, a bit of background. So I've known Anne for over 10 years, I would say, maybe 14, 15 years. And Anne runs a company called Suits and Sneakers. And it that's a network for talent in the marketing space. And Anne has been just so great to watch. Her journey in in this space of entrepreneurial ship, entrepreneurship has been just amazing. And and the one thing that Anne has Always leveraged through the different businesses that, that she has run is LinkedIn, and so a few months ago, I asked Anne if she would run a workshop for our members at Basic Bananas. And normally, Anne doesn't really do these things, but I managed to convince her, and people loved it so much
0: that we thought we'd have her back for a podcast. Oh, thanks so much! You say the nicest things, You're, and you know, for me, I am a bit because I am a bit busy, but there's no one else I would love to do this for other than basic bananas oh you know I've seen you from the beginning and it's an amazing amazing company and I feel like I'm just starting really <laughs> <For a few laughs> years, I think yeah also LinkedIn for me was so crucial because like when I started my business in early 2018 I was in really big trouble like financially I was in debt and I lost a job and I had to build the whole thing like super, super fast. So I learned a whole lot of things very strategically because it just was survival mode. And so that's why it's so different, I think, too.
1: Yeah, you've you've really, I mean, you've been using LinkedIn for a long time for other businesses before, before mm. that one and for your career, but then you really just went nuts on it to save your butt and get yeah. yourself out of a financial hole. Maybe should we talk first? We're going to do two parts here for our audience. I was wondering if we should maybe talk a little bit first more about why LinkedIn is amazing Mm -hmm. and who it's for. And then we get into some profile
0: tips. That sounds like a good plan because I think the strategy that I run in particular, it's really different. So a lot of people who are used to treating LinkedIn like a social media channel, what they'll tend to do is just copy what they do on Facebook and do the same there with business content. So they really don't see it using it to its full potential. So for me, it's totally a business development strategy. And there's no point, I think there's no point just doing stuff that's not going to convert. So I'm super, super ROI focused mm-hmm. and, you know, it's about a result. And so I've found when I was super busy, all the things that were wasting time and didn't convert and the things over time that converted better than others. So it's very tactical especially for B2B. Um, No question it works for B2B. But at the same time, B2C is a little bit of a challenging space with LinkedIn, so I feel there are certain things that work with it. Um, And ideally, the number one thing for B2C would be who has your audience? So then treat it like a B2B and find people who've got your bigger networks. I'd say that's the nuance in anything I say. It's probably important to have that in your head. Because
1: it is a little bit different. Yeah, I, I agree. And I find it very interesting because especially now, I mean, LinkedIn has always been a very powerful tool, but very underutilized by, by most businesses. And now because we can't connect in person in a lot of countries, we're still in lockdown and, and can't connect physically in, in the same space. So LinkedIn has become a really powerful place to connect with people. And even, you know, even before we, when we could go out and network now, LinkedIn is a great tool to connect with anyone in the world. So you can pretty much pick any person you want to connect with. They're most likely on LinkedIn.
0: I do agree, um, yeah. Like it used to be LinkedIn you use as a way to swap business cards. Um, But now I think it's actually the networking environment. It's exactly what you said. So it's actually making proper people connections that you might not have before. I think that's where it's really coming into its own at the moment. Hmm. So valuable. And we will
1: talk about... A little bit more about the messaging and how to get in touch with people because most people do it (laughs) in a way that is very annoying so before we go into the messaging strategy should we talk a little bit about profile optimization tips i know you have some really great ideas about that too
0: yeah thanks and it's definitely because i do do it a little bit differently i think a lot of people treat linkedin and your profile like it's a cv so it's like, you know, what your job is and where you've worked. I feel like that's great if you're looking for a job. But if you're actually looking to get business, then I feel the best approach is to make it work like a website or a microsite, a mini website. So in the first three seconds, you need to be really clear what it is that you're, you do and what your customer gets from working, um, with you. So the, that would mean in the banner, even it's like a really simple trick is just to replace that artwork. Um, some people just put, you know, pictures of them in the office or mindless things. Like I think everything has to be very targeted and delivering what it is that you, you they, they get from working with you. That's very different than what you do. If you can tell it's customer focused. Um, and on the banner, put a even, you know, like some kind of message or strap line that is what you stand for or what, you know, what they get out of it. Um, And just be careful that that text is in the middle because when it goes on small devices, it can cut off. It's a little bit you have to fiddle around with it and do a trial and error. Um, But that instantly when people go there, they know, oh, okay, I'm going to get this out of working with you, you know, like I'm going to get marketing made simple. Okay, cool, I get that. You know, if that was basic bananas, it's really obvious. Also in the job title, where up the top, the headline, that doesn't have to be your exact um, he- uh, job title. So, for example, I'm like the founder of suits and sneakers, but a lot of times in the past people have wanted, like they're searching for a marketing consultant or LinkedIn specialist or whatever. So you would put that there rather than, you know, your actual job title because sometimes people don't know, you know, what they're searching for. Um, And you can find out keywords by, you know, going to Google Trends and finding what people are actually searching for. You can even do a a hashtag search on LinkedIn and see what kind of topics, you know, other people are looking for in your industry and what other jobs are doing. Um, And then also putting hashtags on there. There's an option now where LinkedIn actually displays those uh, hashtags in the first Sort of three sections. That's really great to have. One because people are searching for hashtags, but number two, I believe it's also when they look at your profile, they get a snapshot in an instant of the five things that you know they get out of you. Um, And then the last sort of like quick thing, I could go on forever about it. A really quick one for everyone is also I am a big fan that when people go there, that the content in the feed and so on your page it says your recent activity so if your recent activity is you liking someone else's content what you're doing is selling them so what I propose is even if you want to be nice and click on someone's content then go do three more things of your own so that your content is always front and center and some of your best articles can be pinned to the top or featured and then they're always in the very top of your feed as well so I think they're like really quick wins everyone can do. And so easy. Before, mm-hmm. yeah. And we
1: will talk more about content in the second part of, of this podcast. And I, I love these quick tips. The header image also, you know, even just a call to action to what's coming up next, or if yeah. there's a product launch coming, or there's something that, that you want to share that is very important, that goes really well in the header image. In, in terms of the, the headline where, you, often people put you know they are the founder of a company do you think Mm. they could put both maybe you know they could say what you know they are maybe a consultant or or Mm. whatever they are plus the founder of blah
0: my thought is that nobody's looking for a founder of a company so the founder i think can go in the job title Mm -hmm. but i think your point is good that there are more than one thing there are more than one Sort of ways of describing what it is at the top that does an important job. So, if, you know, and it, and being the founder of Basic Bananas, that's not a bad thing to say. But if there are other businesses, like say someone's a marketing coach, for example, and if they went founder of, you know, blah, blah, blah marketing, mm-hmm. then their clients are not going to be looking for blah, blah, blah marketing. Mm-hmm. They're actually looking for a marketing consultant. So, I think that's more crucial. And if you were a marketing consultant for the construction industry, that's even more niche and more wonderful. So I'd be saying that is more important than the company, like the name of who's billing. Um, And the name of the billing still has an opportunity to be there in the company page. That's probably a useful tip too. A lot of people just type the name of their company. And they don't actually link to their company page as well. So it's like you have to select it rather than just type the words Mm -hmm. as well. So that gets forgotten even by big brands. It's funny. Yeah.
1: That's so interesting because it's so easy. It does pop up, right? The name just pops up. up. And also the hashtags is quite a new thing that LinkedIn has launched. And I just added mine last week after we spoke, you and I. And it's just, as you say, it's such a great, you have to turn on the, creator mode I think it's called creator or curator mode and then you can add your hashtags and it's funny because LinkedIn obviously is is using a computer learning machine learning to to suggest what they think you would add as hashtags and it's actually a good even reality check when I added mine the hashtags were very relevant for me it had marketing brand strategy entrepreneurship innovation and leadership and those are the things that I generally to talk about so it's quite interesting well, to even true. do a little, a little
0: check on that isn't it that's awesome yeah so it's listening to your content yeah yeah It's <laughs> exactly. very cool yeah so let's actually a really important point you know just about the content later too is include those words because people are actually searching for those words and um, it doesn't just come up as uh, hashtags it comes up just keywords generally. There's an order that LinkedIn prioritises. So the posts actually get first priority, believe it or not. So it's in your posts, put those hashtags and those words, and then it might link to an article that has those words too. Um, and I think the people come maybe second or third. I'd have to do another search to remind myself, but you just go and do a search yourself. So in the search bar next to the menu, uh, the, you know, the homepage page, Button and says search, just put some of the keywords that your audience is looking for. Um, you can get them in Google Trends. And another place that I really like getting keyword research, it's called the Hoth, the T-H-E-H-O-T-H dot com, the Hoth.com. You have to subscribe, but they have a free keyword tool that I think is easier than Google's to use. So you can just search for what types of topics, what volumes are out there for the keywords. And then you'll, like you would for an SEO, SEM and SEO campaign, you can make decisions about what you put into LinkedIn as well. And then LinkedIn gets searched through Google as well. So if you yeah. start to own certain hashtags, you know, you've got more chance of being found as well.
1: That's great. I'll put the link also in the show notes for for anyone to, to grab it, the keyword research tool one too. Now let's quickly talk about messaging because when it comes to and i'm sure our listeners here would resonate with this too when it comes to linkedin messaging so many people send you messages that are just a bit annoying and that you would never respond to and and usually then you know some people even use the wrong name because they copy and paste it over so suddenly it's like hi anita i thought you might be interested in our company and then you don't get back to them and then there's another message Hey, maybe you didn't see my previous message, and then there's another message, and it's just it just leaves a bit of a bad taste actually in mm. in your mouth about this company. So yeah, I find that people need to hear how to do messaging properly.
0: Yeah, I think it's really tempting to you know think of it as I want to sell immediately, and I, my approach with LinkedIn is it's it's like you've met someone in real life. So in real life, if you went up to someone at a networking event, and even then there are people who do this, so I'm sort of have to say it with caution. If you go and meet someone at a networking event, you don't go, hi, I'm Anne, I'm da-da-da-da-da, and this is what I do and I want to sell it to you right now. It's just revolting. Mm -hmm. And sadly, people do do that at networking events, you know. And I've even had people challenge me and say, why didn't you give me the elevator pitch? I said, that's (laughs) really revolting. I actually couldn't even talk. To people, and you know, and you know, learn about people, and you know that we're not here just to push our business down each other's throat. That's really revolting. So I use that mindset in the online space. So, and I've had a really good discussion with some salespeople about it too, and how they're converting, and you know what's working. And we've split test heaps of things. And actually, the thing that works the best is either no message. By just connecting mm-hmm. or um, a, a really low pressure message, like, you know, I thought it was worth connecting or I'd love to connect. And, uh, you know, even just to follow, some people have really interesting content, you know, even just to say, I'm really interested in, you know, your point of view, I'd love to connect. That is really lovely. And, you know, that I get a lot of feedback about that approach. And i got a lot of people even saying, oh, I get so many of those automated messages, you know, yours is really different. I go, well, it might actually be automated, but I still feel like I'm talking to one person as well. So that would be the first message. And then after that, I feel like it's actually important just to even ask people, uh, you know, how everything is for them and, you know, what they're, what's happening in their world. Like, you know, if you are targeting one person or a whole lot of people in the same role as potential customers, a lot of them have the same problem. So it's like even asking, you know, how is someone I was just coaching before is a speaker and he needs to get into um, event producers, for example. So a message for him would be really warm and nice, but he can still do it at scale that would say, um, how's the world of conferences going in this, you know, weird, uh, virtual world, for example? And mm-hmm. so that provoked a question and that's a question that provoked an answer back. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe I like any message that finishes with a question that's like a real person asking someone to, you know, really invite warm conversation. And then, you know, along the way you end up. They ask questions or you have the opportunity to share something. I also believe that when you know more about their business when they've started talking, then my goal would be to find something useful and helpful that you can share. And I definitely recommend that it's some kind of PDF that they can actually download and file as well and not just a link. Like everyone goes, oh, my, you know, this is it's in my CV. Uh, sorry, it's in my LinkedIn profile. So, you know, if you want more information, just go there. I go, no, because you're one in a million and they don't know, they won't remember you in the future. So if you send them a link to a PDF that's in Dropbox or in your media library on your website, then they can download it and file it, you know, in their file that says people I want to work with in the future sort of thing. It worked for me. One of the very early days I did this PDF strategy and last December after three years, a client said, oh, I saved that PDF for you and, and that you sent me all that time ago, and I just wondered if we could talk. And I'm like, for sure. I <laughs>
1: love was like,
0: that. Three years later, and it was like a $400,000 job. So it can really, you know, really be great. And that's the downside of technology is you can get really lost. So I think PDF and summarising all of that, it's just talk like a person yeah i like that I and, and, and the
1: first thing you said which is really important is just treat it like like in real life you wouldn't just go mm. hopefully and talk about yourself and I, I also i do find that you know the even for me when i get i get lots of requests the ones that have no message i do look at the title and know if it looks dodgy yet don't say yes but usually it's cool the ones that send really long first messages it's like oh i don't even want to read this i don't have time to read all these talking about themselves and then you sort of just go with with where the the relationship goes and i also Mm -hmm. find that adding value whether it's your own pdf or if they talk about something that they're going through in their business, maybe you even know a link of someone else that yeah. they've done, which is even really cool. It's like, hey, I read this book the other day that you might find useful too. And that's like, oh, wow, that's cool. Mm. You know, I just got a book recommendation.
0: Definitely. I think that's um, Yeah, I 100% um, agree with that because you're serving them, not serving yourself as well. So I think that's um, a really nice approach. Um, there was something you just made me think of then about the technology side of it as well so the really long messages can uh, tend to be done when you're sending an email so in LinkedIn an email is an and the ability to send a message to somebody that you haven't connected to before and there are unpaid ones and paid ones so an unpaid one probably comes from anyone who's got a premium membership and then the paid ones are when you've got a paid membership and you want to contact people and they allow you a lot more words. Um, and a lot of people are really tempted to just make it a selling message because they think it's sort of got a commercial value around it. So I'm proposing that they don't do that because that's mm-hmm. tempting to be very pushy and silly and instead, um, make an invitation to connect that has just the under, like, I think it's, I don't know, a hundred characters or something. So the invitation to connect. Is like more of a personal, um, ongoing relationship for you to connect with. And they're only allowed to be short, but they actually work better anyway than the paid sort of ones that are longer because they they end up being silly as well. So it's not just the copy, it's also the approach with the technology in what we just talked about then.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I couldn't agree more. And then the last thing you mentioned just before we hopped on the call, there's a, a new thing about out-of-office messages. Do you want to yeah.
0: share about that? It's actually really super cool. And I'm. what I like about it is that it is a way to actually do a little selling message that feels authentic. So there's an out-of-office function now. So it's really hard to find. But if you're in the actual inbox, so if you go to your messaging tab at the very top and then when you're you can see on the left hand side there's the inbox with all the messages and up in the very top of that section there's three dots and you just hover over the three dots and it'll go set away message so what the approach is with that is you would send a request message to someone like you normally would just very low key thought it might be worth connecting and if they actually write back to you, oh, hey, nice to meet you or whatever, then you can actually set this away message to say, hey, I'm away from my desk right now, but if you want to know more about me, you can go, here's my website, here's my blog, and, um, you know, he, or maybe here's a resource or an event that I've got coming up, and otherwise I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So I feel that's a really genuine and authentic way of, um, yeah, doing this selling. But that's really cool that's amazing does this
1: also work for if somebody requests you to connect with and then you know how people send you uh, a yeah. message and then so it must work for that too
0: it must work yeah because I, that would be really it's, cool it's only like you know here we are yeah you know october 6th now it's only been around like a week or two so it's like i'm still experimenting with it myself but it sounds to me like it'll you know go that kind of message to anybody um there's people that you don't really want to connect with who invite you to connect these days, exactly. lots of SEO <laughs> SEO experts or something. Yeah, stuff exactly. Like, definitely um, <laughs> website builder or something, you know, they're really dodgy, but um they'll probably <laughs> get it <laughs> get it as well. But then it doesn't matter as long as you're main audience. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that a lot.
1: That's mm-hmm. such a great strategy. I'm, I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. to use that straight away after we 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 hang up here. That this has been so useful. What we're going to do is wrap up here and then we will do a second part for our audience. And the second part is on content strategy and also LinkedIn tech. So some of the tech that Anne has been using that is amazing to automate some of the LinkedIn strategies. So come back for the second part next in two weeks. We will launch the second one. And for now, let's say goodbye to Anne and thanks again for being here. Thank you, Anne, for sharing your wisdom as always.
0: Oh, total pleasure. Thank you so much. Have fun on LinkedIn. (laughs) Thank you guys. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.